you can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade, or at least grab an extra latte. After getting a Chime checking account with features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe, no minimum balance requirements, and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at Chime.com Goals24. That's Chime.com Goals24. Chime. Feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. This Washington Post Live podcast is sponsored by AARP, empowering people to choose how they live as they age for more than 60 years. You're listening to a podcast from Washington Post Live, bringing the newsroom to you live. Hello and welcome to Washington Post Live. I'm Daniela Brill, Tech at Work writer for the Washington Post. Today, we're going to discuss the gig economy, and no one is better equipped to discuss this than my guest. I'd like to welcome Anya Smith, CEO of TaskRabbit, a service that connects gig workers to short-term jobs. Welcome to Washington Post Live, Anya. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you for having me here. Absolutely. And remember, we always want to hear from you, our audience. You can share your thoughts and questions for uh, for our guests on Washington Post Live by tweeting at Post Live. Anya, I'd like to jump in with, you know, looking over the last two years. We're in the midst of a global pandemic and it changed the way we work, maybe forever. How did it change how gig workers do their job? So, as you mentioned, we are in the midst of just unprecedented change. Everything from obviously the pandemic, but also just the economic crisis, inflation, the war in Ukraine. There's just a lot going on and the world is changing really fast, faster than I think we've seen in decades. And so that has had a profound impact on the way we want to work. And what that means for companies like TaskRabbit or other marketplaces is that we have a lot of demand, both on our client side, but definitely on our tasker side of people who want to do independent work, who want to use their skills to really work how they want and where they want and when they want and to get paid what they want. And so as we have seen this trend, we're expecting that to continue because people are really taking a moment, stepping back and thinking about what they want in their lives and the autonomy that we allow our taskers to essentially be able to work how they want and when they want has been really helpful to them. So has it changed their job though? Are they are they finding that they maybe they have more tasks? Uh, I'm not sure how the pandemic actually affected the way they work. So yes, um, we saw a huge spike initially in a pandemic and really that has truly continued since. So there are more um, clients who come onto our site and want more of their work being done. Initially, there was a lot of deliveries and, and tasks that are not really primarily to our site, but really as a pandemic has gone on, we have seen a huge increase in tasks at home. So everything from furniture assembly to small um, handiwork type of tasks to TV mounting and really electrical work and everything in between as people have spent a lot more time at home, we have seen that demand truly rise. And so therefore we have seen our taskers be much busier than they have been in the past. That makes sense. So as we emerge hopefully from this pandemic in the near future, what role does gig work and TaskRabbit play in a post-pandemic economy? 
Well, I think the gig economy is here to stay and not just to stay. It's likely to continue to expand. So we have seen unprecedented growth over the last two years, and we don't see that trend changing anytime soon. More and more people really want and crave the autonomy to really feel like their lives, um, they can work around their lives and their livelihood and being with friends and being with family is more important to them in some sense than work. And they try to fit their lives around work as opposed to the other way around. So we see that only increasing in the future. And maybe you just discussed this. I wonder if there's more here. Um, what are the advantages for workers who choose to take jobs that are more temporary in nature, especially right now? So I'm not sure that I would classify it as temporary. There's just a lot of people who need an incremental income, especially as the economy is very uncertain. So we have everyone from students who've just graduated. So let me tell you about Will. He just graduated from NYU in 2020 in the midst of the pandemic. He learned about TaskRabbit. He lives in New York City. And so he started tasking. He figured out how to do TV mounting. And now he makes well over $150,000 a year on our platform. Does does he think he's going to do this permanently? Not likely, but it's a great stepping stone to um, a continued career in other areas. We have people who just want to do it as part time. We've got people who are in between jobs and I, I see that continuing in the future. And a clear drawback to gig work is, is that gig workers rarely get benefits like health insurance, paid medical leave or retiring, uh, excuse me, retirement plans. Do you think this is contributing to greater income inequality? So I think that the autonomy that we provide to gig economy workers, particularly at TaskRabbit, where they have the ability to choose the rate that they get paid at. So you know, at TaskRabbit, the average hourly rate is $49 an hour, which is way above minimum wage. In some cities like New York City or Washington Post, it, it's closer to $60 an hour. Now, I do think that as uh, government entities, as, as companies we, and as other associations, we really need to work closer to provide more opportunities for gig economy workers to have the benefits of, uh, to have some benefits that are funded by tax-free accounts and so on. We're, we haven't been able to get there yet, but I think it's really important to do so, especially as the number of gig workers will continue to grow in the future. You know, that leads us right into our next question, which is this great debate that's happening across the country about what business models uh, that employ gig workers should take. We've seen several states vote on reclassifying gig workers as employees. I want to ask you, should gig workers get the same benefits as employees? Why or why not? So at TaskRabbit, it's a little bit different than some of, and, and we don't truly fall into some of the legislation that you've seen being passed, for example, in California and some other markets, because those are primarily for TNCs, which is the transportation networks, and TaskRabbit is not one of those. We are referred to as a referral agency, which really gives the taskers the autonomy to set their own rates, which puts us apart um, in a gig economy space. And really, truly, we focus on ensuring that our taskers 
have the autonomy that they need to make the type of money that they need to make. And so what we try to focus on is to give them the most opportunities that we can so that they have the ability to make this meaningful income. And so if there was legislation that required all gig companies to provide some of the benefits um, that employees get, and I know you don't fall in, in that category right now, but if there was some kind of legislation like that, I'm curious, how would that affect TaskRabbit's business model? So we don't see that happening in any time in the future because we have seen this move of legislation where in fact TaskRabbit is not included for the reasons that I talked about, meaning that because workers have the autonomy to set their own rate, it's a different type of business model. Of course, we want to continue to do everything we can to provide those types of opportunities, and we want to continue working with governments to make sure that there are opportunities for taskers to have some sorts of some sort of benefits. But in a current employment model that we have in the US, which is quite binary of independent contractors and employees, that doesn't exist. We would definitely want to um, continue to advocate for something that does continue to help gig workers. Got it. And, and you know, we, we actually got a viewer question on this topic, so I'm going to go ahead and read that. This is from Eileen Gutierrez from Virginia, and she asks, is the retirement and health insurance industry developing more options for contract workers? So I believe that over time, as the world is moving towards more independent contractors and as that sector of the economy is growing, all sorts of companies are trying to come up with health benefits or other benefits that gig workers can use. So the answer to that question is yet, but we're not there yet. Sorry, the answer to the question is yes, but we're just not there yet. Understood. So the majority of workers uh, are Black and Latinx, and they are also impacted by these jobs not including Social Security contributions or overtime pay. What can be done to improve their compensation? So again, at TaskRabbit, our hourly rate is well above minimum wage, and we continue to ensure that that's the case for all of our taskers, regardless of where they live. So if they have a skill that they want to share with their local communities, if they're able to do some of the work that we offer. So there's lots of different opportunities. We, we have multiple categories. I can promise you that the wages that we're offering are very, very competitive. Um, the hourly rate that's being offered on a platform. So some taskers complain that the service fees and commissions are too high. To be fair, um, lots of gig workers complain about this across services. How does TaskRabbit balance what it pays to its workers and what cut it takes for the company itself? So that's a great question. Actually, we pay 100% to our taskers. So if they set their rate at $100 an hour, that's what they make. Now we collect fees from the clients because there is work that needs to be done in order to actually match the client and the tasker. There's work that needs to be done to make sure that the service is high quality, that the service is trustworthy, that it's safe. And so that's why we collect the fee, but we do not collect the fee from our taskers. Whatever rate they set on the platform, that is exactly what they get paid. 
Got it. And so, uh, you know, you mentioned, you know, there's some work that goes into this, in, in, including ensuring the safety that, that these jobs are safe. Um, you know, gig workers often run into situations that all of a sudden become unsafe unexpectedly. Uh, is TaskRabbit doing anything to ensure the safety of its workers for the future? Of course. So we have a full team that is focused only on trust and safety. We ensure that anytime there is anything that's even slightly questionable, we're there to help and protect both the taskers and the clients. Our customer service team does full, a full investigation. We ensure we have a, um, a happiness pledge that ensures that clients get paid if something goes wrong from the tasker. We also make sure that we're protecting the taskers and that they feel safe. So we obviously offer background checks and do all sorts of other things to make sure that our platform is safe. Got it. And are, are there certain things that you guys are working on? I'm assuming that's like always a work in progress in, in terms of, you know, ensuring the safety both for both sides here. Um, what, what kind of things should we expect from you in the future in, in this respect? So we have put together teams that for example, do a lot of work just manually contacting both taskers and clients uh, before an actual task happens to make sure that everyone's set up and ready for the actual job. We make sure that if someone says that they're going to be there at 10, that they are then at 10, that they are there at 10 a.m. We follow up after the task to make sure that things went well. A lot of that is today done manually, and we're working very hard to make sure that it it's actually in our product so that we can continue to scale at a much um, faster pace than we have been in the past. Got it. Again, you're bleeding right into my next question, which is about the product itself and tech improvements that may be coming. I, I'm curious if TaskRabbit can give us a little insight into what it's working on um, in terms of the app or the tech behind the app that we may see in the near future. So um, we have two apps, one for clients and one for taskers. Really what we focus on um, in terms of technology is ensuring that we are finding the best match that we can for clients and for taskers. And so what that really means is leveraging data and um, doing a lot of algorithmic work to ensure that if you as a client want a TV mounted and it's an 80 inch TV and you want it on a brick wall and you want it on a Friday afternoon in this neighborhood, we're gonna send to you the tasker who's done exactly that thing before in this neighborhood and who can be there on time and do that really well. And so a lot of what we're focusing on is optimizing that match and doing that as smartly as we possibly can can to ensure a much better experience for both the taskers and the clients. Got it. And I'm curious, what technologies do you expect to have an impact on your industry or your company in the near future? So I think as I've alluded to, I think data and really leveraging um, smart data and being able to really use that to scale is what I will, what I am seeing and what I, I, I foresee in the future. So AI and machine learning are really core to our platform and they're core really to many of these marketplaces because we're all trying to make sure that we're providing the best experience for our customers and we do that by leveraging data. 
So I want to switch over to the job market, Anya. As you know, um, it's been an interesting time with the great resignation, um, job hopping going on. And we do have a question that came in um, via Twitter, so I'm going to read that. It's from Melissa Walker, and she asks, is gig work increasing due to return to work mandates that are not offering flexible work schedules? Um, so that's a great question. So yes, we see that continuing to happen and not only via gig, for gig workers. So as I talked about, they, they crave the flexibility and the autonomy to be able to set their own schedules and to be able to work around work but and, and be able to spend time with their loved ones and do uh, fulfill their passions and do other things. We see that also at the corporate level. So it's um, been very important to us to to give and provide flexibility to our employees at TaskRabbit. So we've done that by rolling out our future of work policies, which state that people can live and work from anywhere, which I think has been really well received and I, I think is the trend that we're gonna see going forward. And in terms of the great resignation, um, I, I don't know where gig workers fall in this in this mix. Are you seeing as much movement from gig workers as we are seeing traditional workers? What we're seeing is just more people being interested in gig work. And so they stay on our platform. We haven't seen any changes in um, how long and they stay on our platform and retention, but we do see just a lot more people being interested in becoming a tasker. Is there any indication that this is out of necessity? So when we talked with people, um, we learned that yes, today they're looking at their lives and, and how work fits into their lives a bit differently perhaps than two years ago. So uh, gig workers were already on a rise before that pandemic and a pandemic just accelerated the trend. And so a lot more people feel comfortable in becoming independent contractors. They are thinking about how to design their lives that are more, their lives to be more intentional and to be more um, able to fit what, what it is that they do for a living around the core of what their lives are. And so we see that trend continuing going forward. And in terms of the labor shortage, um, I don't know if, if you guys are seeing it differently on your corporate side um, versus the gig work side. And it sounds like you guys have seen an increase in gig workers, so maybe maybe there's not a labor shortage there. Can you give us some insight to where the labor market or how you're dealing with the labor market now and if there's shortages on either side? So on our corporate side, it's definitely been a competitive labor market. And I think many of us here in Silicon Valley are experiencing it. And so one of the ways that we're answering that is making sure that we are really doubling down on our culture, that we're really doubling down on, on the benefits that we provide to our employees. And one of which, of course, is the flexibility that they have to work anywhere that they want to work. And it's likely going to continue. I don't see that changing anytime soon. Even with the last few weeks, uh, there are some headwinds that we're seeing in the economy overall. But I think generally, um, we are still likely to be, to be experiencing a competitive labor market in the coming months. 
And uh, in terms of the actual jobs that are coming in, you mentioned earlier that uh, a lot of people were asking for tasks for the home now that people were doing more from home, building their furniture, getting groceries, whatever it may be. Um, I'm curious uh, if you saw some de demand increase during that time, how much of that do you expect to remain, you know, as people start, you know, going outside and, and doing things for themselves now, um, do you expect that to change the demand for TaskRabbit at all? We're actually not seeing that. And we're in multiple countries at this point. And what we are seeing is continued growth in demand, particularly for tasks around the home. So, um, you know, people keep buying furniture, um, even with all of the shortage of furniture, um, they want to have help of someone helping them to put that together. Um, we see them continue to renovate their homes and continue to think a lot about their homes because a lot of people are still working from home and it's really become a core and central to, to who they are and where they spend majority of their lives. And so we have not seen yet a softening. Perhaps it will come. What we are seeing is just continued um, acceleration of tasks in the home. And was the acceleration of demand from consumers that were already on TaskRabbit, or did you see an influx in new consumers? And how do you see that changing in the future? Both. So we have gotten a ton of new consumers or new clients over the past two years because TaskRabbit became critical to so many people. And as people are sort of redefining their lives and want to spend more time perhaps with their families, with their loved ones, and spending time doing whatever it is that they love to do, they're learning how actually having someone at home to help them with their tasks gives them that precious time back for for these other uh, things that they would much prefer to do and we see that continuing we also have seen continued um repeat customers people who've been with us for years and who continue to come back to the platform anytime that they need help got it and I, i'm curious in terms of changes that were made during covid whether it be for the gig workers or on the corporate side, you mentioned some more flexibility on the corporate side. Um, what changes were made by necessity during the pandemic that will remain um, after the pandemic and which aspects may go away or shift and evolve into something else? Yeah, so for us, one of the biggest changes was a shift in categories that we serve. So immediately in a pandemic, we did a lot of deliveries. As an example, we see that subsiding a bit and instead people are asking for us to come into their homes and do work around the home. And so for us in our platform, that's likely to continue. Although, you know, there are so many other delivery players, whether it's um, GoGoPuff or Instacart or others who um, have seen acceleration in, during that pandemic over the last two years. Now, I'm not sure where that's gonna go in the future, but we have seen a softening in that category. What about changes that were made for workers? Um, you know, are, are there going to be any things that shift or evolve or that you guys are still figuring out? So the one thing that we have learned over the last two years is that change is fast 
and it's not likely going to stop. And so we have to continue to evolve. And so where we've got where we focused on this over the last few months is really thinking about the future of work, particularly for for our employees um, within TaskRabbit. And that that is what led us to really define the work from anywhere. We are giving um, our employees wellness weeks where we shut down the office so that they have time to to breathe and, and sort of take a break. We've seen a lot of burnout. We also are really um, thinking a lot about our schedules and how we how we work every day to give people more time to think and to work, not just be in meetings. And so we have made some decisions around closing our offices so that we can provide more flexibility to our workers. All of this is going to continue to evolve because it's all a learning process. We haven't been here before, but we think we have to be quite quick to respond to employee demands and really the way that the world is changing and the way the the you know, the, the, our thinking has changed about life and work. So I'm sorry, I'm going to rewind a little bit there. You mentioned uh, you made some decisions about closing your offices. Um, what, what were those decisions and what does that mean for the future? So what we have decided to do is instead of mandating for people to come into the office two or three times a week, um, it's not something that we believe is going to work for TaskRabbit given our core values and given the principles that we're thinking about. So our principles around work are, are around connection and how connection leads to commitment. They are about diversity and inclusion and how important that is. And they're really truly about flexibility. And so when I think about that all together, we made the decision that we don't want to mandate for people to come into work. The way that work was structured before that pandemic really seems to us that it's not the way it should be structured in the future. And so we're gonna try something new. We are getting teams together once a month in key hub locations so that people can continue to connect. They can work together, they can workshop, they can um, have offsites and so on. But generally speaking, we're asking people to work from home and to have that time and flexibility that they need, um, especially in today's, in today's world. So I want to step back a little bit. It sounds like um, you have started to create a vision for how the future of work looks at TaskRabbit. I'm curious, what's your overall vision for the future of work um, in general and, and which companies succeed out of this? Uh, what, what's the right way to go about it? It's very hard to predict what's the right way because we're all swimming in uncharted ter territories, but you have seen different companies take different approaches. Um, I tend to believe that the future of work looks very different than the way work looked a couple of years ago. And so we are at the forefront of really becoming a remote first company where we don't force people to go back into the office, but instead are making connections and allowing for connections to happen more naturally, um, whether it's in person or on Zoom or Google Hangouts. And we think that that's a better and more likely the way to go in the future, just given where we are, given the flexibility that everyone is craving. That's our belief, but you know, I, you have seen many companies take different approaches and we will see. 
Yeah, I get it. Uh, I have seen all sorts of approaches. So, so we're going to play this out along with you. Um, I, I do want to ask you, you know, with this influx in, in folks who, who want um, additional pay on the side, maybe doing this um, as a side gig, you know, what's the argument for workers to choose TaskRabbit over the several other gig working opportunities that are out there? So I fundamentally believe and come to work every day because I believe that we're transforming lives one task at a time. And what that really means for taskers in particular is that we're able to provide them the autonomy and the flexibility that they need to really design their work. And really the core of that is design how much they get paid. And I don't believe that all platforms work in the same way, but truly with TaskRabbit, you can decide to work when you want to work, where you want to work, and how much you want to get paid. And you get to keep every dollar of that pay. And I think that that's quite unique for a general gig economy space. Anya, we have another question that came in from our Twitter feed. So I'm going to go ahead and read that. It's, it's very much related to what you're talking about. Um, and I know that you mentioned, you know, the flexibility of workers to, to choose their own um, costs and everything. But, but Danny wants to know what type of benefits or perks do taskers receive at this time, if any? And do you plan on providing anything additional in the future? Yeah, so we have a lot of perks for our taskers, whether it's discounts with um, other providers, whether it's um, uh, you know coaching ability so that they can learn more how to become a better tasker um, and so on. I think, as I mentioned before, in terms of bigger and broader benefits, we need to work together with governments and both state and local to really design a program that's helpful for all gig economy workers. So for example, when they move within between different platforms, they can carry those benefits with them because the nature of the work itself means that many of them are doing work on multiple platforms. And so there's a lot more work for us to do. At TaskRabbit, we're very focused on trying to provide the best environment for them. And we do that primarily by helping them to, to earn the money that they have set at the rate that they have set. Well, that's a great place to end this conversation. Uh, Anya, thank you so much for your insights and for all the information. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on. I've enjoyed this show. Thanks for listening. For more information on our upcoming programs, go to WashingtonPostLive.com. Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about in your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. So your weekly grocery run can feel even more productive and that morning coffee can taste like a little victory. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities to get lower rates on loans, like for a new ride or finally having a home to call your own. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime Secured Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FTIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details.